What it do, my people? Welcome into No Catch Up Chicago for Chicago by Chicago. I am your host, Sean Little. In the stew with the juice man. Hi, guys. Colin Sali is back in the building with us. Hello. Hello, 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 party people. You already know what it is. We're going to break down the Bulls. Took on the Raptors last night. We're going to talk about that, dive into what we like, what we don't like. We're I kind of liked it. I kind of liked it. Yeah, there were some things to talk about, no doubt, for sure. Um, it could have been worse. Could have been. Bears-Packers week. Yes. Meat and cheese, as you said on, on, on the Twitter page. I, I like that a lot. <laughs> Meat and cheese week. Bears-Packers Sunday. Bears are favored in that, so we're going to talk about that. Lots to talk about there. We got big takes there. I can't believe it. And if me. we got time for something else... We're going to talk about that, too. <laughs> no Catch Up Chicago. Listen up. The Juice Man, Colin Sali. First off, what's good? How you doing? How you living? I'm doing well, bro. I uh, I was at Purdue this weekend, um, binge drinking. So I actually... Old school style. College school. style. Yeah, bad stuff. Bad yeah. stuff. So my immune system is shot. Uh, fighting a cold. But other than that, I'm doing pretty damn well. You know, the cold is here. I like the cold. I like the, the brisk weather. So... I'm doing well, man. I can't complain. Wait, what were you what were you doing in, in Boilermaker Country? Um, my, my little brother is in the Greek life there. Word. He, uh, oh, so you was in it for I real? Was, I was really in it. <laughs> like the bars open, so they have this um, this deal called um, what the hell is it called? Breakfast Club, right? Yeah. So bars open at 7:30 a.m. And we were at the bar at seven thirty with a was it like homecoming? Dozen donuts. Not was there even, a big not even. football game? It's, it's only like this on home games, football home games, because the Boilermakers suck, so they yeah. have to have a reason to to get up for the game. So every home game, they they do a breakfast club, and you dress up. You have like a costume, and you go out to the bars at seven thirty, at eight thirty, you know, and you drink all day, and you do your thing all day. I like it. Yeah, I, I thought I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> That's that college life, bro. I thought I liked it. It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Bro, bro had fun. He, he's got a good group of friends, so it was decent. It was good, decent. No good, 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 good. <clears throat> I haven't done that in a while. I was actually out in Arizona a couple weeks back. We didn't. I didn't do any Greek life shit, but we was in the mix, no doubt. Definitely in it. Back-to-back day, day, days in a row. Yes. So it was good. Yes. It, was, it, it was good shit. Numerous bottles. Um you know, a bunch of different random shots. Beer is cheap as shit. Yeah. Drinks are cheap. Vegas bombs are cheap. Yeah. Jaeger is cheap. Yeah, you was really in it. It was bad. The Jaeger, Vegas bombs, yeah. Gee. <laughs> <laughs> you I was can't. really in your bag, the I, college I really, bag. I really was, and it, I enjoyed it, but hey. Work. I, I'm glad I made it out. I feel you, man, because I, I also like this cold weather. I got a lot of fall fits I need to get off. I Me bought too. a lot of jackets I need to wear. Yes. So I'm I'm with the cold. Yes. It's, it's the, crew it's, next it's, season. It's a, it's a little brisk, brisk. Like, I, I would like it to stay in, like, the 40s. But Chicago, man, I'm rocking with exactly. it. Whatever, whatever exactly. comes is what comes. We signed up for this shit. I, and I love it. I love I love the city. I love everything about Chicago. So that's that, that comes with it. Ditto. Let's talk Bulls. Last night, took on the Raptors in Toronto, taking L, 119-114. Yes. Got off to a very, very slow start defensively. Yes. We're getting run out of the building early. Gave yes. up 36 points in the second quarter. second quarter was atrocious. Defensive rotations were atrocious. Um, DeMar DeRozan and Kyle Lowry are pretty solid players. Also, Valanchunas, has he turned into uh, a top Top, you know, five ten big. He might be that guy. Has he Maybe turned into that? Twenty one and ten last night. Um, he annoys the shit out of me. 
Yeah, he's got that haircut. Very. Yeah, he's got. He's got like a sluggish ass game. He's, yeah. he's not really crisp. He doesn't really have tons of skills, but he always finds a way to just put that ball in the hoop. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying there? Yeah. Like, I, don't, I don't. I don't really get it. It's a weird game. It's funny because you say him because he's starting to pick it up a little bit, and in my opinion, Kyle Lowry looks like he's not. I don't want to say he's not interested, but maybe a little lost a little bit of a step. Maybe it's. I've passed the torch to DeMar DeRozan, and this is really yeah. his team now type yeah. of thing. Yeah. Let me take a step back, but that that's kind of what I – I mean, it's obviously early. We're 10 games in. Um, but Yeah, who knows? Yeah, we'll see. Slow start on defense. I want to talk about – we obviously know what the team is, right? We got young ball players. Ugh. We got a ton of dudes that we're just looking at. Yeah. I think the main takeaway for me – they come out in a slow start, no defense. They kind of come out in the second half. At one point, the Raptors' lead was up to 23. Yeah, it was. And we cut it down to, to a one-possession game Yeah, towards the end of the fourth quarter. Yeah, the fourth quarter was great. Yeah. I be think honest. before we get into Bobby coming back and mm-hmm. doing his thing, mm-hmm. I think I just want to set the table and say this team fights, and I like that. They're they're scrapping, they're playing, they're hustling, they're playing hard. Second loss in a row. But if you recall, last game we lost was to the Pelicans. Yes. That went to overtime. Yes. We're playing against Boogie and A D. Yes. Far superior talented player. Yes, we have no players being in that game. Either way, it's exactly my point. We're battling every time we're out on the floor. Yes. Being down double digits late in the second half on the road. It's Tuesday. Yeah. You could easily be like, all right, yeah. this is over with. Yeah. Let's go ahead and get blown out, and we'll, we'll try to catch this next game mm-hmm. against the Pacers. But that's not what they're doing. They kept scrapping. Bobby came off the bench with some energy. How do you – do you agree with what I'm saying? Is it – because we could easily be it, – it's, it's one thing. We're, obviously, we're losing the games, right? Yeah. Which is fine for me because I want us to lose as many games as possible, like I've said many times. But – Michael Porter. Jr. There's a difference when a te- yeah exactly. <laughs> There's a difference when teams lose games like we're losing because they have a better roster, mm-hmm. they have a better coach, yeah, overall better organization right now, yeah, yeah. There's we're supposed to lose those games and we are losing them, but we're not getting blown out by twenty thirty points every night because people don't want to be there, people no. don't want to play. That's no. the difference. It is, it is, and you know a lot of people think that we had a D league roster coming into the season. And these boys are proving a lot of people otherwise. They they are really scrappy as hell, and you know they don't quit. They don't they don't make the right decisions all the time. They don't they don't have the most talent, but they just they just do their best. And and if you can see the body language on these kids, it, it's really it's really never it never wavers. They they do a great job of of staying engaged on both sides of the ball. Um, like I said. The rotations aren't always great. The shot selection isn't always great. The transition decision-making is not always great. That's what you're going to get when you have young kids who aren't, you know, super engaged. Who aren't talented. Let's just say what no, it is. These it, aren't good basketball players no, that have on the roster. They're not. The they're not. They're not. They don't have that that even middling-level talent in the NBA. They're, they're at the bottom, you know, 2 or 3% talent-wise. But, hey. The body language does not change, and that's a big thing in the NBA. If if your teammates see that you're going to, you know, stay stay involved in plays uh, on consecutive possessions, consecutive quarters, you're gonna have 
those gritty those gritty outputs like we saw last night. And I think Robin Lopez is a big part of that. He's a vet. He can kind of show these kids that, hey, we're not going to win a lot of games, but we're also not going to give up. We're not going to just stop competing. We're not in mail and in mode. Uh, is that a Woj bomb? That was a Woj bomb. We got bomb. a Woj bomb this <laughs> show. Oh, God. This shit is lit. But, yeah, the, the, the bullies are going to be okay. Um, I think our over-under win total this year was 21 and a half. Something like that. We might. We're going to push that to the limit. We are going to We are gonna push that. We are going to push that. No because, doubt. Because basketball has a weird way of, you know, evening itself out. And if we if we put out these gritty these gritty performances, we're gonna find some W's. I agree with everything you're saying. Um, I want to talk about Robin Lopez because he's in a perfect example of when I say that we don't have any talent and we're but we're going head up with teams that have superstar players like yeah. Anthony Davis, yes, like a Boogie Cousins, yes, like a couple uh, other legit wing yeah, players, like Demar Derozan, yeah, Robin Lopez. Puts in a shift every single game I've ever watched him play in a Bulls uniform. Dude. I go that goes back to last season. I said that. And it's carried right into this season where all his boys from last season are gone. He's not playing with Jimmy. He's not playing nope. with any of those guys from nope. last year. He continues to every night put in a shift. Last night he goes 26 minutes, 20 points, 10 of 11 from the floor. I mean that's great stuff. I mean, and tons of just mid range pick and pop at the at the hoop, active at the hoop. You know, high high percentage shots from a vet cuts cuts down the middle, looking Quality. to get the ball. Just brings a lot of energy. Plays hard as he always has. Always as he always has. has for every team. So that is, I will I will forever respect Rolo Robin Lopez because I agree. He comes out every night. Is an older guy has been in the league for a while, plays with these young dudes, and doesn't care, man. Just puts in a shift, tries to impact the game. Yeah. And you can tell he's passionate about the game because when he gets even – obviously everybody in the league, anytime they get a foul called on him, they don't like it. They didn't do anything. <laughs> but you can just tell the way he interacts with the ref. Yeah. Everything about his body language is like, man, I'm out here playing basketball for a living. Yeah. Let's have fun. Yes. Let's, let's try to bang around. Yeah. And – He's got good energy. For great energy, and he has created this offensive game that the ball goes in somehow. (laughs) So, I mean, it's never pretty. It's all mid-range, goofy hooks, real herky-jerky. But, dude, he puts it in with the left. He drops shit in with the right. Some of those tips tips are are really weird, too. So, yeah, man, I um, mad love for Robin Lopez. Keep doing your thing. Um, big impact, big, big impact. impact on this roster, on this depleted ass roster. I would love to see more from Paul Zipser, man. I thought that he would come into the to the year. I think he's horrible. Ready to ball? I didn't. I've seen flashes that showed did you, me he did could you move really? last year. Yeah, my god. And I'm not seeing those. I'm not either. So I didn't, I didn't realize you had those expectations yeah, I mean, for the guy. I thought Paul Zip can play a little bit. Um, he showed me some things. With his jump shot, his off the dribble, coming off of screens, letting it fly. I saw some things that made me think that he can hoop, and I still got a little faith that he can hoop. That's fair. But that's fair. What makes you What makes you feel that way? Like, what about his game? Just you know encourages what? you. Because I'm not encouraged at all. I never was. Yeah, it's um. First off, I think a big thing for me in the NBA, when you're young and on a team like the Bulls, 
and coming off the bench is yeah. confidence. And he brings a lot of confidence to his game. He wasn't afraid to put it on the deck and go to the basket. He wasn't afraid to He will shoot a shot. He will he will get his shot up. He wasn't afraid to, you know, stick big time players last year mm-hmm. and early this year. Um it's just not going right now. How much so, did he even play last night? He played 21 minutes last night. I, I didn't even notice him on the court. Right, that's the thing. That's what I'm saying. So he's not really making an impact right now. We'll see. Um, what, about our, what about our, our young boy, our, our young boy, Lori? What do we Lori, think? Lori's a ball player. I think he he played all right last night. He didn't do too much last night, but I think overall. He came out Hooper. very warm. Yeah, yeah. He could score. That's, dude, that is one thing I've noticed about him. That There's been halves where he'll drop, he'll go like seven of eight. And then end the game like seven of nine. You know what I mean? Yeah, like he'll he, get he, one he, shot yes. up in the second half yes. and stuff like that. Yes. So I think the more and more he gets comfortable, the more and more yes. he gets in the rotation. And, you know, he scored our first two young. buckets of the game last night, had six points, two, two nice threes. Um, right. And, and he then finished he had, with 12. Exactly. So, I mean, I think as he grows, he'll learn. We, we were saying earlier, how old is Laurie? We don't, I think don't he's 20 know. years old, 19 years old, something like that. Yeah. I and, I think he's just gonna grow into his into his body into his rhythm as a uh, uh, a elevated wing because he's not gonna be banging down in in, in the post with these guys like no, he's, he's that's like just 6'10", not his game six eleven yeah. like and he's not he's not like a Porzingis type either like definitely not because that boy is an animal right now we God. that's a that's a whole nother episode no, <laughs> no for real that's a whole nother for episode real. between him and him and Giannis that's a whole nother episode the unicorn yeah. is, is here no people. doubt but let's get into so when we get back in the game is when Bobby Portis checks in Bobby crazy let's, eyes let's talk about Bobby Portis this is his first game back from the uh from the suspension yep after breaking uh Nikola Mirotic's face it was eight games correct eight games okay first time back Bobby's back in the building Yes. He comes in and does his thing. Comes off the bench, scores 21 points, 13 rebounds in 24 minutes, 8 of 13 from the field, 3 of 5 from the tray. That is what I was really happy with. Energy. Shooting shooting that thing with confidence. Confidence. Yeah, man. That's what you need off the bench. Yeah. If you you suck at basketball and you play for my team (laughs) and you can come off the bench with confidence and energy and and effort (laughs) off the bench, that's what you need, bro. I agree wholeheartedly. That's what you need off the bench. I agree. Bobby's going to be – Bobby needs to stick around. I think Bobby can grow into a serviceable-ass professional basketball player. Bobby, Laurie, Chris Dunn. Chris Dunn's I, – I, I think Chris Dunn has a future. I think Chris Dunn is shifty. I think Chris Dunn – is going to start making better decisions and not just being this elite scorer that he was in college. He's going to realize to kind of taper his game down a little bit. Bobby, Chris Dunn, Laurie, that's a decent-ass core. Would you Would you not agree? Yeah, and then Zach Levine comes back, absolutely. That boy's electric. And it's going to be wide open for him when he gets back. He scored 19 points a game last year. Do He's we expect g- him back this year? We uh, don't, right? We're not, we're, not, we're not expecting him back this year, are we? I'm not expecting anything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So whenever he gets back is when he gets back and I feel you. I feel it's you. gonna be so wide open for him to it. come out there and score 23, 24 points a game. So I'm excited about that. But yeah, I mean, maybe how you feel about Chris Dunn is how I feel about Zipser. You feel me? That's fair. Cause I watch Chris Dunn and I don't see anything. That's if fair. You watch Zipser, you yeah. don't see anything. But yeah. 
Yeah, we're, we're not, we're, exactly. It's a possibility that they could both be decent. It's good that we see different things, so we're on different pages. Absolutely. That's a, that's a good thing. All right, so let's talk about this, because now Bobby's back in the mix. Third year in the league. Yeah, Bobby. His first game, he comes back off the suspension, and he fills it up. Yeah, Bobby. Straight off the bench and fills it up. Looks great. And we've seen Bobby play big in big games, a couple of playoff games. Uh, was it two years Against ago? Against Boston, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just, Makes an impact. Dude, and this is his first game of the year. He's a pro. He's a pro. And, he, and he's kind of psycho, too. I mean, anybody who knocks out their, their teammate is a little bit off. And you need one of those sick shitheads on a basketball Yo. team. Yo, <laughs> you know what I was thinking about? You need that. I, nobody. I didn't even think about this initially. What's up? So Bobby Portis breaks Nikola Miritich's fates, right? Yes. Miritich is and already very ugly. So, like, <laughs> when, when I was thinking about it today, I'm like, yo, Miritich's face got to be just bad. Just he got to be mangled. How come? Where's nobody caught up a, a flick of him? I don't think so. Where the paparazzi when we need him? I don't him, think bro? so. They, they did not. That's going to be unbelievable material. He was already goofy looking as it, Bulls as it PR. is. Bulls PR did a good job. Need that. Bulls PR. Somebody needs to find wow. Nico. <laughs> you might not find it. You might not find it. I need to see a, a, a uglier Nico than he already was. Ugh, I don't. <laughs> Nico's gross. Nico's right. gross. Nico looks like he smokes 48 cigarettes a day. Dude, you know how those Euros get down, bro. He, You know when he goes over there for the summer, he's just kicking it with the beard out. It's a wrap. No shirt, chilling yeah. on the beach, just yeah. Yeah, kicking it. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> it's really not good. But let's talk about this because this is, this is going to be a storyline going forward. Nikola Miritich just signed a new deal. Bobby Portis comes out, scores – 21-plus points. He scores 21 points in 24 minutes. We picked up his fourth-year option 10 days after he breaks Miritich's face. Mm-hmm. So that, that's, a, that's a message saying that we don't really give a fuck about that. We're going to keep you on the squad. Let's yes. keep it moving. And rightfully, so. rightfully we, so. We have faith in you. Rightfully so. I see some, some, some bloggers out there and some little uh, twerpy-ass beat writers talking about uh, Bobby shouldn't play until Nico's activated. Yeah. What? I'm not feeling that either. What? Yeah, get out of here. Are y'all that. drunk? Yeah, get out of here with that. This ain't no daddy daycare. We ain't trying to babysit Nico. Right. This is grown man hoops, dog. This and this is this is a perfect segue because making me sick. Bobby's back. Nicola will be available. Initially, the the timetable was four to six weeks, so he's he's going to be back shortly. Everyone in Nikola's camp is coming out saying, "Oh God, we Nikola can't be on the same team as Bobby." That's fine. Bye, Nico. Listen now. I read a Joe Cali uh, article, Chicago Sun Times today, uh-huh. saying that the Bulls' locker room is behind Bobby Portis. Rightfully so. Of course they are. Yeah, but at the end of the day, Bobby's probably more likable. I don't know Bobby. I don't know Nico. I heard Bobby's, you know, a goofy, Bobby's a, a goofy a, psycho, a, a, a long, lanky country brother. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, that's just what he's, it is. He's likable. He's, he's a likable dude. And he's a competitive sicko. That's what we need. So, right, I'm, I'm glad to hear that the yeah. roster is back in Bobby. I wasn't aware of that. There's a unanimous quote. This is a player out of the locker room, out of the, uh, the Joe article, out of the Sun-Times. Quote, this is Nico's problem now, end quote. <laughs> Who do you think said that? First off. Letting people know, like, yo, we don't care. A bull said that? A bull said that. Anonymous. Oh that's, that's, that's the quote. 
All right. This is Nico's problem. Who did now. say that? That's a good Who question. Who did say that? <laughs> now, if I had to guess, I like that question, Sean. That sounds like a Denzel Valen Denzel Valentine quote to me. It really does. That's what it sounds like to me. Denzel, maybe. Like, okay, let's go down the line. Markin and definitely didn't say that. No. Zipser didn't say that. No. Rolo, he didn't say that. He's too he's he's too old and doesn't really care that much. Nah, he's a veteran. And he, he's like a Zen type of dude too. He isn't he doesn't do he doesn't deal with conflict off the court like that. He's he's too chill. Right. Jerry and Grant. He might have said it. He's a little shithead. This is the thing. I, this this is why I don't think Jerry and Grant said that because he has no he he thinks he's a point guard, but he's wild trash. Oh, he's so he, bad. he doesn't have any type of like, leader in him. So, like, I don't think he would ever puff his chest out enough to say that. Good point. Zero clout. <sighs> Jay Holiday is new to the team. Eh, well, I don't K- think uh, he doesn't. No. He doesn't even know Nico no. like that. Him right? or, or K. Felder will be quiet. I guess that you know Jay Holiday has been there throughout training camp, and you know they building a relationship with these guys. But I don't know if Jay would say that. And then that leaves Felicio. Does he speak English? <laughs> Felicio? Done. Hey, Felicio works hard out there. He does. When he, he plays, really does. he really does. He's so bad. I got, I got but love he, for He uh, really works hard. I got love for Felicio. And that leaves Denzel Valentine. And Denzel Valentine, really. Yeah, he, he's probably. I really one. think that Denzel Valentine said that. He's like, yo, one. man, this is yeah. that's Nico's problem, man. Yeah. Den- and Denzel has like a, a arrogance to him of, of, of a top player. He definitely does. He, of, a, of an elite type. He of has guard. confidence. He does, and he, I mean, rightfully so. He he came from a, a system at Michigan State where he was the big guy. ten player of the year. He was the guy. Yeah. For for a couple of years, he was the guy. So I understand if he would make that statement and. You know, him and Bobby have probably jailed pretty well the last couple of years. Right. Um, well, they draft. They weren't drafted in the same year, were they? I think. I think. No, Denzel's, I think it was year after that. Yeah. This is this is Bobby's fourth year, so no. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So even a couple probably. Yeah. But yeah, that, that's a Denzel Valentine quote if I've ever seen one. Yeah, for sure. No doubt. For sure. You could just go down the list and look at the like look Denzel. at the squad. I like Denzel, but Denzel's so hot and cold on that court, man. He has some games where he looks so damn sharp. Some games he needs to just sit down. Yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah, that's that. He got that confidence though. Another he does. bench player that was not afraid to fire that joint. Not so at all. I can't hit on that. I agree. Um, I agree. Since the Bulls just re-signed Miritich, they can't let him go until January fifteenth, or they can't trade him until January fifteenth. So, what do you think they do? Do they sit on him? Do they wait till if he says he can't go in the locker room and t- with, with Bobby? And Bobby just they just picked up his they picked up his four year option and he just scored twenty one points in twenty three minutes. He's probably not going anywhere. No, he's so not. So what do you he's what not. do you do with Miritich? I mean, you gotta try to trade him. But you can't trade him until the fifteenth of January. So do you just keep him on the bench? Yeah, do you just he'll tell him to suck stay it home? Up. No, he'll suck it up. You gotta put put him and Bobby in a room, let him try to talk about it like men. They will hopefully come to a conclusion where they can work together. This is a business at the end of the day. They are employees. So if they can't if they, if they can't squash it somehow for a couple a couple months, then I mean, what what other choice do, do we have? We have to deal with it. They have to get over it. They have to understand that this is. But a this team. is the thing, right? Miritich, Bobby's wanna, been trying to squash it. Bobby's reached out to him, and been like, "Yo, let's kill this." I don't want to hear shit from Nico. Nico needs to suck it up. Period. So at the end of the day, he needs to come in the locker room. He's getting paid wild. He just Wild. signed a new deal. Come in the locker room, play ball at least until January, and maybe reevaluate what he what he said to Bobby. You know what I'm saying? Because he, I mean, he got punched for a reason. 
Maybe, maybe you need to understand that you can't say shit like that to some people, Nico. Just a thought. He should just, I mean, you, so you're saying, I get what you, so you're saying, eat it. Eat it. Bygones is bygones. Yes, the kid, t- he served his suspension. It, we understand. He tried to reach out to like me, him. just accept the apology, keep yeah. it moving. Yeah, and tell your camp to shut up. Shut the hell up. This has nothing to do with them. This is a basketball issue between you and one other man. All that he said, she said shit around, around your camp does nothing but feed these bullshit tabloids. So please, Nico, figure it out for the sake of our team for a couple months. Maybe you'll be gone before the trade deadline. Hopefully you are. But please, for now, shut up. I agree. January 15th, we have, Bye, the option. we have the option to trade him then. Until then, he needs to show up and try to contribute. And if he's not, then he can sit on that bench. No, for real. Period, point blank. For real. Straight like that. <laughs> Straight like that. Straight like that. <laughs> shout out to young Jeezy. Up next, the Bulls are, are at home against the Pacers. The Pacers aren't good. They're like five and six. Yeah, no, they're very, very mediocre. Average as shit. But, but this is the first time we'll play them all year. Neither are we. Yeah, so we'll uh, <laughs> we'll see what happens, man. I love the effort from the Bulls. Hope they keep it up. Yes. Bullies, Pacers at the United Center Friday. Tune in. Jumping over to the Chicago Bears. It's Packers week. They're coming off a bye. Stinky cheese. Stinky. We got some things to talk about here. Stinky cheese. The yeah. first half of the season is done. It's the second half. Yep. And I love that we had the bye right at eight games. So yeah. it's like first half of the season, second half of the season. Yeah. Like this is what we did. The bye is not like week four or five. No, nah, it's structured. Or it's not it's, like it's ten. It's right in the middle. So we get to see kind of – we get a little break, yeah. and we get to see what we could do second half. Yeah. Obviously, we've been talking about the Bears all year. The big highlight is the defense. They've been balling. The baby monsters. The baby monsters. The baby midway monsters or something like that. Yeah. I kind of like that. Yeah, the baby monsters. I like these baby monsters straight up. <laughs> or little little, monst- little monsters. Little, some, something little like monsters. That. Yeah. We can play around with it. But, okay, yeah. But they're legit. They're legit. And Trevathan, I love how violent he is. I love it. Danny Trevathan, I've said this before, is a, a linebacker's linebacker. So violent. He loves to play linebacker. I love it. Akeem Hicks. I think he has a case, too, which is which is good. Yeah. <laughs> hey, the, any edge you need, bro. Exactly. Right? Exactly. <laughs> Whatever you exactly. got to bring in this Sunday to make an impact. Exactly. Trevathan's caught a case. Akeem Hicks <laughs> doing his thing. How do you feel about the first half overall? We'll talk about that, and then we'll uh-huh. get into this Packers this uh-huh. Packers game on Sunday. Very winnable Packers game on Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Um, how do you feel coming off of the first eight games? I'm pretty happy. I'm pretty happy with it. I think, I think these boys have exceeded everybody's expectations uh, just in terms of how competitive they've been. A little bit like the Bulls. You know, they're kind of in that same space. Um, everybody – Every sports fan, at least around this area, which is most of us, um, was aware that the Bulls and the Bears are in some rebuilding stages. Um, But these Bears have really shown up defensively a lot more than anybody could have anticipated. Um, I think that I think credit to John Fox. uh, He's been under fire for most of his time here, Um, but they've been able to stay consistent. Shout out Vic Fangio. No, I agree. Shout out Vic. (laughs) <laughs> Vic's, Vic's solid. Vic's beyond solid, to be honest. But they've they've done a good job uh, dealing with, 
you know, a couple uh, a couple new pieces um, offensively, and just trying to trying to grind things out. Uh, I think we saw it week one. Nobody expected us to be in that game against the uh, the NFC champs, the uh, Atlanta Falcons, and I, I think that that mentality is kind of you know carried on throughout the season. Um, I don't think we've been blown out many times, have we? Like we have one blowout. The Bucks got us pretty bad. Green um, Bay beat us up pretty bad. I was at that game. So, oh I, yes, yes. I, I, I actually I, usually forget about all the Packers games because they they never end up well. So I just completely take them away from my uh, my memory, and that's what happened. But the Buccaneers, the Buccaneers loss was not great. Um, Buccaneers, the, we got we got smoked out. It was like the second half. De- it was like ninety eight degrees. The defense was on the field the whole time. Mike Glennon was turning the ball over it was wild. Really bad. So that's a bad one. It was but really bad. We legitimately going into the bye. Had a shot to win three in a row. We beat yeah. uh, at Baltimore. We won 27-24, uh, Trubisky's first W. We come home. We absolutely lock up the Panthers on defense. We have two two defensive touchdowns from yes. Eddie Jackson. Yes. We go to the Saints, have a shot to actually win the game. Yeah. The Zach Miller is a catch. That was a catch. I don't care what anybody says. That was bullshit. It was a catch. And his leg is like his mangled leg, forever. And, and his, he's still... Oh. His leg implodes. He still makes the catch. He puts the ball down because his leg is in two different pieces. What is a catch, Roger? Right. So forget about that. We act, we legitimately had a shot to go into the bye winning three straight. We also competed against the uh, the Steelers week three. wasn't wasn't a terrible Absolutely. game. Absolutely. Well, wasn't a terrible game by any means. We won that game, 23-17. Competed, so competed, competed in off. that game. We should have won the Falcons game. So there's a lot of positives to take away from the first half of the year. We finally we we finally got Trubisky in there playing ball. We got rid of that Glennon experiment. Mm-hmm. Our defense is playing ball. They've actually dude. They fought through injuries. Our middle linebackers Christian Jones yeah started. I mean we didn't even think he'd be playing. No shot. No. Fought through a suspension of Danny Trevathan. So I mean. Our defense has been balling. Kyle Fuller, Akeem Hicks, Leonard Floyd. Yeah. So, I mean, a Eddie lot Jackson, of, young uh, Eddie. Exactly. A lot, a lot, a lot of positives to yeah. take away from the first half yeah. of the season. And these guys aren't old either. These are some relatively young players, which is a great sign for the future on the defensive side of the ball. And if you want to talk offense, Jordan Howard and a little Tariq Owen, my God. Yeah. My I mean, those God. are running. Dude, dude, we have a solid running back. So two solid. two solid running backs, yeah, yeah. And, feature and, back and a scat back yeah, type of thing, yeah. And Cohen can go get the ball in the backfield. He's, Absolutely, he, he's definitely a receiving prowess type of, uh, like you said, a scat back. Yeah, exactly. So lots of positives to pull from the first half. Yes, Kyle Fuller been playing his ass off. Shout out Kyle Fuller. That's your guy. Pro, Pro Bowl corner right now, That's bro. That's your guy. It I took mean, him, it took him a while. Absolutely, it took him a while, but but he made it happen. Um, he really made it happen. If you guys know football, you know Dan Pompey currently writes for the Athletic Chicago. Did an interesting Bears uh, interview with John Fox. You know John Fox isn't going to give you much. Check it out on the Athletic though. It was a good interview. He talked about you know the first half of the season. Talked about Cohen's emergence. Talked about Zach Miller going down. Adam Shaheen stepping up, which I would love to see because Adam Shaheen. Yeah, I'm not too pretty to him. What's up with him? He was our second-round draft pick. Mm-hmm. He hasn't done anything. What position does he play? He's a tight end. We have Zach Miller, 
or we had Zach Miller. So Shaheen's we had Deion Sims or have Deion Sims. We, excuse me. So he hasn't had an opportunity to kind of do his thing, but now he will. I wish Martellus didn't burn his bridges with us. Otherwise, we could bring him back. He was Packers, always going to. He was Packers always. just released him. When? This afternoon. Late this afternoon. The Packers released Martellus Bennett this afternoon. He doesn't really? have a job. Yes. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Breaking news yeah. out here. Okay, yeah. word. But we're not going to do that. So that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but that check out the interview. Us. Dan Pompey, legend in the game. Yeah, Dan's good stuff. Yeah, Dan, yeah. Dan, a, Dan gets it. Had a great interview. He uh, One of the interesting questions, which is dead on, he asked, if you had to do one thing over in the first half, what would it be? Fox said he kept it simple. Find a way to score against Atlanta. I was at that game. That was brutal. We should have won that game for sure. Yeah, That's the first game of the year. Yeah, Not turn it over so much against Tampa and Green Bay. That's because you shouldn't have been playing Mike Glennon in the first place. That's how you, that's how you lost those games. Those yeah. are all turnovers. Yeah. Majority of those by him. Yeah, not good. Not and, good. you know, he says the cl- close games are the difference between 10 and 6 and 6 and 10. Listen, we were never going to win 10 games, period. I don't care what anybody says. We were never going to win 10 games. But – I'm glad we're on the right trajectory. Bro. We don't want to win ten games this year, right. quite frankly. The defense is there. Yeah, every, every we we got some positives to take away. Now, Sunday, cheeseheads. Let's talk about these Packers, yeah. Aaron Rodgers-less Packers. Yeah, they suck. They're bad right now. They suck. Have lost three in a row. They suck. Brett Hundley is uh, running he the stinks. show. He stinks. He stinks. He's bad. He stinks. You stink, Brett McCarthy. Doesn't really know what to do with him on O. He's trying to protect him because he knows he can't go downfield with it. I think – I think. hold on. Hold on one second there. I think he can. He has no intermediate game. He can drop it short and he can throw it deep. Those are, those are two things he can do. But in the NFL, you need to make intermediate throws, those 15 to 30-yard throws. He can't do that. 30 is pretty deep. I'm, yeah, we're talking like I'm, 10, talking, 15, 16, 17-yard throws. Yeah, yeah he, he can't make those. He yeah. can't make those intermediate throws into those tight windows with maybe a linebacker over the top. He got thrown in over the linebacker in front of a safety, those type of throws. Right. He can't make those. Dig routes he coming can't, over he, the middle. He can't make those reads, and and it puts him in a bad spot. Uh, Aaron Aaron Jones, I believe, is their, their uh, running back. He's not dynamic enough to carry the load. Tim Montgomery, Ty Montgomery, whatever the hell his name is, number 88. The fake running back they got—he's really a whiteout. He's a fraud. No, nah, he's been—he's been all right. I mean, he's a—he's right, not, but yeah. he's not a running back. He's—he's legit. He's a whiteout. He's been a whiteout until the last two years. So they—they they don't have guys who can carry the load. Um, and it's gonna be—it's gonna be tough for them this weekend against a defense who—who—who who, who doesn't really play around. Uh, we are actually five and a half point favorites for the first time. We've been favored against the Green Bay Packers since December twenty-first of two thousand eight. And our boy Kyle Orton was our quarterback and took us to the promised land for a three-point victory. Can you believe that shit? Shout out Kyle Orton. Shout out Nick. Nick Can loves Kyle Orton. Shit? It's been nine years since we've been favored against these guys. Nine years. Yeah, that's crazy. That's nuts. I guess it's crazy and it's not crazy because... It makes sense. They've had a quarterback all nine of those years. Not just a quarterback either. You know what I'm saying? The so, best quarterback so we've ever seen. When you got quarterbacks... Then you're gonna you're gonna be you're gonna be have a good football team more times than not. Yeah, you are. How do you feel about that line? I've seen four and a half. I've seen five and a half. It opened at three. Opened at three, and everybody it at hammered three. it. Yeah, it opened at three. Everybody was on it. Yeah. All the sharps were on it. Yeah. I was reading a bunch. Of, everybody hammered that line. At one point, I think it hit six. 
and came back down a little bit. I saw that five and a half. It's at five and a half right now, so it definitely hit six. How do you feel about that? That's gross. Because I'm going to tell you this. I'm never giving up five and a half to the Packers in, in Lambeau, in Soldier, at, at James Park. At ETHS. At ETHS. I don't care. I'm, not, I'm never giving up that many points. It's funny you say that. It's funny you say that. Um, for those of you who don't know, like, yeah, we do like to play some games every now and then. Um, so I, I, was talk, I was talking to one of my buddies, and um, I told him that the uh, the line opened at three. He was like, wait, the Bears are favored by three? He's like, well, I'm hammering the Packers. <laughs> right. That's your first instinct. Well, then let me like, yeah, let me get my money up yeah, on the Packers. I'm going to go get that value. But, I mean, it's it's an odd line. I think I think five and a half is way too much. But, again, we are, we are a little bit frightened when it comes to these Bears-Packers matchups because of how they've gone our entire lives more or less. So I mean I don't I don't know it's one of the funkiest lines out there. The lines this week are pretty sketchy across the board. Um but none more than that line. You got two well not rookie quarterbacks, but this is Hunley's first NFL action. So in game he's a rookie. Technically he's a third year guy, but in game he's a rookie. And I think it's going to be a little bit chilly on on Sunday. I don't know. It's a weird ass line. I, I'd maybe I'd give the Bears two or three points, but not not six. <laughs> well, this is the thing. Uh, not even close. Now I think the line is where it is is because we're coming off a bye. We're fresh, and how is Green Bay going to score? We're going to be hitting those boys in the mouth. They really. It's gonna how be, are they going to score any it's points? It's going to be tough. Jordy Nelson has five catches in his last two weeks. Jordy Nelson. Yeah, and you know who's because you know who's been playing quarterback the last two weeks. All world receiver. Yeah, that's. What, Jordy Nelson has made his career with Aaron Rodgers. Period. Period. He, they got a good connection. They got a good vibe. They're homies. I hope he. He, uh, he he's a good wide receiver, but Aaron's he's been not looking. That good. He's a solid wide receiver, but on top of that, Aaron's been looking for him all the time in the last five, six years, or whatever it's been. See, this this is where I go with with this dynamic of of the Packers being good. How good are the Packers without that one man, without Aaron Rodgers? He makes everything about that team elevated. He takes them from a six-win team to an 11-win team year after year after year after year. So I'm not sure how good Jordan Nelson is without anybody else. I'm really not. I, I used to think I knew, but now I don't. I mean, that, that, that's kind of how I've been thinking about it, and I'm not sure. He, he keeps the defense off the field, Aaron Rodgers. He, he throws guys open who have no business being open. He makes decisions that no one else can make. He makes reads pre-snap that no one else really sees. So I'm not sure how good his team is, not just yet, not, not just this year, but the, in prior years without Aaron Rodgers. I'm, I don't know if Jordan Nelson's even good anymore, quite frankly. This is one of those things where everything is pointing to lay the points. But me, myself, personally, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't bring myself to do it. I'm not t- I might take the over. But or yeah. the under? No, I might take yeah under, under. What Do you know what I'm saying? Under? I don't even know what it is. But this is one of those things where I don't know if they're going to score any points, and not to mention Green Bay just gave up 30 points to the Lions at home on primetime television. The defense isn't really shit. Brian Beluga tore his ACL. Yeah. I mean, this team, this this Green Bay Packers team is, that is the prime. Is on, on Beluga? He tore his, he tore his tore ACL? Tore his ACL. He's out. Damn. So this Green Bay down. Packers team is primed to get to get beat up. That was a non-contact injury, too. And if I could have been one of those sharps when the line dropped on Monday and hopped on it, I would have took five. 
I would I mean, take it I, three. I, excuse me, I would have took three? Yeah, three. I can't give up five and a half. Dude, the total is 38. That's disgusting. Yeah, you want me to give up six and the total's 38? Uh, I don't know if I could do that. Bears but I'm going to tell you this. The Bears, Bears, are gonna, win the Bears are going to win on Sunday. They are. The Bears are no they doubt going to win on Sunday. Whatever the money line is, look into that. Yeah, lay that. Lay that. The Bears are going to win Sunday. I agree. <laughs> I think with with uh, Dow Loggins has a whole, had an extra week coming off a bye to prepare for this team. Yeah, he watched them on on he watched the Packers D on Monday night get smashed. The defense is going to be fresh. They're going to yeah. be hungry. They're going to be thirsty. Yeah. It's a it's a rivalry game. It's Chicago. It's going to be crisp. They'll be the fans are going to be excited. into it. Ooh, man, Ooh. I'm getting the chills. Right, I'm getting the chills My right now. God, the Bears gonna are going to be, be on their ass on Sunday. They are going to be excited as hell. So I, I uh, I'm going to take the under. I'm going to I'm going <laughs> to if I had to take anything, I would take the Bears money line. Bears are going to win the game. I'd be just out of just pure knowing the Bears over the years and being a Bears fan my whole life. It's not going to be easy. I couldn't give up. I couldn't get a Packers five and a half points. No way. <laughs> no way. But I think not they're going to win. I think this is this is setting up to be. An absolute perfect situation for them to get a W. I agree. Defense is going to be all over them. Let's go. It's going to be it's going to be a big time game. Let's go. Check out the Bears Sunday noon kick. It's going to be a classic ball game. Yes. Uh, yes. We're going to get out there. I'm going to get out there and take some pictures. I'm going to tailgate with some folks. Mm-hmm. Shoot some mix. vid. Hopefully, I could get some uh, yep. some content for everybody. Yep. And uh, yeah, man, bear down, Chicago Bears Sunday. Let's, Let's get go. it. Let's go. Let's go.